Yeah, we're not in the club, but we're right next to it. Me and my crew, we are country club adjacent. Country club adjacent. Country club adjacent, baby. Country club adjacent. Country club adjacent, baby. All right, we have some pretty big news up top. Uh, we have replaced Mart Smalls. Um, he unfortunately is just on tour now with Burt Kreischer full time mm -hmm. and, uh, luckily we were able to get a fill in and like, I'm pretty happy with this choice, uh, for now, but, Huge. uh, for now. Well, yeah, well, I mean, we'll, you know, Mart's like, you know, he has some hot takes. He's good. Good yeah. hot takes. He and I are a little bit different. Slightly. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, just a little bit. Well, so, so yeah, we'll see. And, uh, so, so today and hopefully moving forward, uh, filling in, we'll see how that goes is, Weekly. uh. Eric Anders Lang Eric is the new Mark Smalls. Lang, Good to be dude. here. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I was like checking my emails. I didn't get the, you guys, does he have a contract? Uh, well, you know, it's like more like, of I a. I didn't get one. Yeah. Uh, Mark, actually, yet. for you sure. I'll yet. tell you right You'll now. Hearing, you know, uh, Mark does not have a contract. Oh, he just shows up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't get to live here or anything? <laughs> no, that's what he does get. He does get to live yeah. here. <laughs> this is like a sleepable room. Yeah. It is sleepable. He looks like he would live in here. Like how old is Mark? Mm, 35? Somewhere between 30 and 50. Yeah. Because if he was He's like aged. if he was like mid 20s, this could be his bedroom. <laughs> it could be, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be sick. <laughs> With his camera set up. Yeah, it's pretty be... good streaming setup too. So he could definitely, yeah, he could definitely switch in here. 24 off. hours in the life. Yeah. That'd be great. This is actually a better setup than what Mark's got now to, to live stream. A hundred percent. And live. Can mm -hmm. we just focus on Mark for most of the show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Just talk about someone great. that's not right, here. Mark, overrated, underrated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying underrated, dude. He's got a lot to give, that young man. Yeah, I would I would say we have not seen his full potential yet. Not yet. Right. It's coming though. It is coming. <laughs> is he on a journey, like a vision quest right now? Or he's in Australia uh opening up for a comedian. Okay. Yep. Name Bert. Name Bert. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a big job. Uh yeah, we got to uh hang out with them for the one day we were in uh or they were in the same city as us in Australia. Okay. And we went to uh the, the live tournament out there with them. Oh, cool. It was uh the most fun I've ever had in one single day of a golf tournament because we were like there for the hole in one. Oh yeah. Uh when Chase Kepka hit in and uh we were right next to Mark and Bert uh when it happened. Like for some reason Chase Kepka's up. I think it was the song he was playing because he was playing uh Kodak Black okay. Superstar. And we we're like, God, dude, Chase rocking Kodak Black. Like, I need to film this. What a vibe. Yeah. Uh so filmed the entire swing. You caught it from just like uh, like the caddy view, right? You or like the uh, yeah, they have face uh, yeah, face on essentially. They have like a stadium built out, yeah. So we were uh, like you know, in like the second section or something. I saw like, that. It was crazy, yeah. And then so go from that to like everybody throwing beers on the, the on the field, uh, and then Bert taking off his shirt, and me Bert. being like a foot away from him was just like such a fun moment. Has Bert ever been to a golf tournament before? He's been to like uh, not a live tournament, he's like casually been to PGA, but like. Okay. It was kind of the the deal. Like they found out he was coming the day before, right? Because uh, like Mark set set everything up. Uh, underrated still. Uh, I was gonna say it'd be, <laughs> weird, it'd be weird if that was his first tournament. Yeah, like, yeah. That would be a he's a fan of golf. Crazy he, okay. expectations, dude. <laughs> this dude is a like he talks about it all the time, but like such a uh, like underrated athlete. And he striped. He got to hit a shot on that hole. Pured it. Just had the wow. wrong club, but flew the green. But uh, in front of all the people. Uh, yeah, in the morning we went out to the the hole and Bert uh, hit a shot in front some, of everybody. It takes some real like skill. Yeah, performer. Well, yeah. and I have a question now. There is a conspiracy theory going around that the hole in one was fake. Yeah. Now, as someone as someone who wasn't there, right? How do I know that it really happened? You don't. So did it happen? I mean, I filmed it, but like, there, dude, you've seen like you can AI anything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's unbelievable. It's just haters, but it's like you watch the videos and it's like somebody's just having fun at their birthday party and I you mean, just want to take that away from them. I just want to say I didn't see the it. Weird, the weird part about that, it. it was a Golf Digest podcast. <laughs> I know. So, like, what? Yeah, Golf Digest. It's called uh, the, the proposed that it's not real. <laughs> yeah. 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 Whoa. <laughs> they, that's where they need to have like views are my own. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that's a corporate like a, thing. on a cigarette box. You need to do like a little disclaimer yeah. there for yeah. That. Uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. How could you? How could? Why would they? Why would anyone? There was so many people there. It. They said like, yeah. Well, most people in the United States were sleeping. It was still broadcast live. You could watch it at whatever 10 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. 
so it's or no, that was Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. So you could have seen it live. <laughs> it, was a, it was a one of the worst, weirdest takes I've ever like, seen. Like what the? F- yeah. yeah, he did get the whole one, but the beers in the air were CGI. That was yeah. CGI. Um, uh-huh. That was all okay. CGI. The beers weren't real. Yeah. So. So, uh, but yeah, it was it was just like an overall really fun day because. Um, uh, we did that, and then after Bert had a show in Adelaide, and all the a lot of the players came out. <laughs> oh, cool! Um, and you know, just to see like uh, like Bert make a bunch of cocaine jokes and like see DJ laugh and shit, <laughs> like, it was just yeah. uh, uh, him like Paulino cracking up. They were, um, they were hitting home. And I was sitting right next to Chase Kepka for that uh, at the at the show, and so uh, Bert like called him on stage to do a shoey. Uh, oh, cool! Yeah, and then after just like hang out afterwards with with everybody was. Uh, it was just like when I first started uh, Country Club Jason or even before, my whole goal was to bring comedians into golf. And like it's been done in some ways, but mm-hmm. that day felt like very much like, okay, this has happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is like we're, we're feel, a feeling of recognition or? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I can't say that I like, you know, played a small role in making that happen but like just to see that ha- them hanging out i just felt like super happy and yeah. i felt yeah that's cool yeah yeah because yeah, up until then it was like david Faraday. yeah <laughs> pretty much that's the choice that's <laughs> yeah. what you got we yeah. got one flavor or, or uh-huh. you get whatever comedian or like bill murray playing in the you know right you get uh, him once a year in the in the and you get like clips Pro-Am. of it like yeah. grainy clips yep. yeah 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 we should get to know our guests because eric <laughs> Well, dude, I'm a stand-in. I'm a it was, fill-in. I'm it was a, a no. Yeah, this is the new Mart. Yeah, I'm a potential no. recurring role. <laughs> Eric is a legend, and we a should our, our listeners should absolutely get to know him. Yeah, well, I was leading into that. Who's the host? doing what he does, dude. He just comes in and bulldogs in. <laughs> and I didn't know if you were going to get there. Uh, yeah, I what are your thoughts we on Encore Vero X2s? <laughs> Wait, I you love talk, it. You're talking about these Encore Vero X2s? I'm a big fan of Encore. Me too. We're going to change their tagline, though. What are you going to change it to? Do it again. Do it again. I like also the other one you said was... Oh. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Wait, I got I got, um, I got one too. In, oh, go? No, mine has been uh, Want More Encore. Oh, I like that. Right? <laughs> I like that. Pretty well, good. It's, it's cheeky. Want more of anything. But anything. he was thinking about just ripping the Verizon uh, ad and it's like, can you hear me now? And it's just you out driving somebody by that much. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. See me now? Yeah. I like that. Um, but yeah, I wanted to ask, um, you know, I, I don't think you've been to a, a live event yet. Um, I haven't. No, actually I was in the vicinity of the first live event in London Oh, cool. at the same time. Total coincidence. Yeah. And I reached out cause I was like curious Yeah. and, uh, they wouldn't give me a ticket. Oh what? man. Did they, did they respond or did they just not well, I think respond. there was some response. I don't really remember. I didn't. At that time, like, you know, they're just getting all their shit together. That was and the one still where Shipnut a, got kipped, kicked out of. That would have been I a good one was, to, uh, yeah. that was an interesting one to go to. But I was, I just was curious, like, kind of your your thoughts on what's going what's going on there, and like, oh, we're gonna start with that. My thoughts on <laughs> yeah, that's well, getting to know him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I have thoughts, right? I think uh, ultimately, you know, I've obviously spent years and years working with the PGA Tour through Scratch TV. Yeah, um, and you know, my personal ex- like experience with them over the last eight years has been one of like, you know, they gave me an opportunity that you can't get twice. Yeah, right? you're one of the first people, people to one. be able to make content at tour events. Yeah, yeah, and like they were like, "Oh, go do that thing, that idea that you had." And call you may it have been you the want. first person to be able to make content at a tour event. Maybe, yeah. But anyway, it was like even even without knowing what would happen, like they allowed me to like build a career that I didn't even know was possible, um, and that was like super generous of them. And and the people at the PGA Tour are all really really nice. And like, you know, I've had friendships with Tim Fincham and even Jay Monahan is like kind of a political role on some level like you know he's lobbying for the pga tour in a lot of ways and so Mm -hmm. you know uh i could only imagine what it was like for them to watch this thing go down and i've heard from the inside that they've known about it for six years that this thing was going to happen wow yeah so they were understanding what was happening and i guess if they could have done it again they would have gotten a little bit ahead of it um you know, yeah, clearly, especially with six years to plan. <laughs> yeah, but I guess you're just wishing it's not going to happen. I don't know. I think they. I think in the end, uh, some of the players ended up getting a really good deal that went to live, and some of the players ended up getting a really good deal staying with the PGA Tour. Right? They got more things that they had been asking for for a while. Um, I think unfortunately, the only person that loses is like the fans who just want to see them all play together, and that's why yep, I think right. the Masters was a really special time because it was like. 
oh wow, like you know, of course there was that post. I think I think it was you guys did it where it was like, you know, the leaderboard and like who's playing for which tour, and it was kind of like stacked with some with some controversy there. Mm -hmm. And so you know, I mean. I, I don't know what to think. I don't really get too involved in like uh, following the money because if I did, everything that I touch would be evil on some level. Yeah, it would be know, naked living in the middle of yeah. a field somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so I don't get too close <laughs> with it. And, and zooming out, my general feeling about as being a human on planet Earth is that like the fact that it's not completely on fire and that there's not anarchy everywhere, <laughs> I am kind of shocked by every day. Like Like the idea that things actually work and there's rules and laws and like... You know, so anyway, live versus PGA Tour. I mean, I think, yeah, great, good, whatever. Yeah, I think the the majors are the key there. Like, if they yeah. can all still play together at some point, there's just absolutely a, a place for both, you know, like the more of the classic golf vibes and then also like the, you know, younger demographic, more of like party give golf us, vibes. Give us. And like people want both. There's a, absolutely yeah. a market for both. And yeah. I think both tours can bleed into each other where live has some really like Singapore was just great golf. You know, and that was the main focus. Yep. And the PGA Tour has the waste management. And they can just both, you know, like, uh, you know, exist together. And um, that's that's an ideal world, uh, you know. And then I, also we get back uh, backdoor into the PGA Tour. <laughs> we get to, yeah. like, make content they can't tell us we can't. I want to you know? see I want to see another cup. I want, you know, the President's Cup, the Ryder mm -hmm. Cup, and then, like, the, the other, the, this cup of, you know, whether it's Live Golf versus PGA versus dp world two just give us another cup dude the cups are fun yeah. love a yeah. fun, i love a, a big, big cup, cup guy. dude <laughs> i literally thought guy. you were talking about a, like a hole on a green and i was oh. like envisioning like what your i thought your your cup would look like a star or something yeah. <laughs> like which, a cookie cutter which honestly dude. could be tight yeah. golf but it like that'd star be kind of golf. dude what if Liv just came out with I'll, new shaped cups and dude. they're like Hey, Liv could guys. do that. O o Liv could do, that. No do something about this, all right? No, we don't have the same cups anymore. There is a, that's the only rule in designing a golf hole is that the cup is four and a quarter inches or whatever. Yeah. Like the tee box can be whatever, oh. the hole can be whatever. Like the only rule is the size and the shape of the so cup. So let's make square cups. So they should dude. break that rule too. Let's yeah. break it, dude. Make it a square. First shorts and now a see? square cup. See? Honestly, I would like to putt into a square sized hole. Right? See. Because you can't, could you live. Think about I, the lip. I don't. Out. I was gonna say you can't. Lip, you can't lip it in. Yeah. It would never. You would just either go over the corner, <laughs> or you make it. But there's no lip ins. I wonder what would be harder. <gasps> the, dude, we gotta. We gotta try this. Ooh. Or they could have like holes shaped like animals. Oh, the like an alligator hole. Ooh. <laughs> See, that's so much fun, dude. Oh my god. There's <laughs> no bottom of the cup though. It just goes down a tube and then it comes out and like it, mini it golf. <laughs> How does that go? <laughs> Would you? And then the ball's just gone. God damn! I four putted on the giraffe hole. It's too narrow. <laughs> God damn do you, it! Do you have any plans to uh, design a, a course yourself? Uh, yeah, I mean, not really. No, I don't. I don't. I don't not I, yet. I don't think I could. Uh, I mean, if I was going to design a course, I have some ideas. But see, I mean, I, you already I, have the glasses for it. Honestly, <laughs> I have like architecture shades. Oh yeah. Yeah, if I was going to design Golf a course, it would be the shoes. easiest thing ever. Like, I would just take a field and just put a green on it, no bunkers. Oh, huh. like I would want to make it the easiest course possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, just like really like own it. Yeah, you know? and I'd be like, I have the lowest score. I'm also the only person that's ever played it. <laughs> I feel like that's got to be the next. I mean, I, maybe you're not passionate about it, but like, I feel like that's just like the natural natural progression of the next thing you would you would do for random golf club. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. And literally call it random golf club. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, think about Ideas it. Guy. Brilliant. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Damn it, I thought I had it. No, that was good. I like it. Yeah. No, I mean, I would. I mean, that's what you would call it, right? I mean, it, it, whether it's a. Yeah, of course. Because that's what you made clubs, too, and you just called them the random golf club. Uh, we didn't make. We made a club. Oh, a okay. Club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think when I played with the Bogey Champion, he was, I, uh, he was telling me that you guys were making clubs. Maybe it was just. Oh, wow. Cool. When, you, when, did, when was that? Like a year ago. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, how did random? <laughs> how did random golf club come about? That idea and grow into what it is today. Um, hey, great question, Griff. I was. I'm just trying to Dude, get to know our guest. Griff is a great question <laughs> asker. Yeah. If if I may tag on to that question, um, what was uh, random golf club's ethos? 
What does ethos mean? Like, what's our mantra? Our, you know, our I heard motive? you say it the other day. Uh, when oh, we, I love that Jake's yeah. just talking over say. him. Like, what's... I, if I, you I, say something in front of 100 people, that doesn't mean you meant it. When you were... Uh, <laughs> Griff, we will, we will absolutely get to Eric, okay? But um, I want to say that we went to Eric's uh, meetup tournament, okay? And yeah. in the beginning, I was just watching you host an event. Because yeah. I'm just interested in Griff. This is all leading into him as a person and his personality. Is Griff right? laughing because you're hijacking? Yes. Questions? Yes. <laughs> is this the theme? Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, that's usually not the theme, but right now it is. <laughs> Griff, I got you. We're coming back. We're coming back. I got it right here. No, I mean, if we really want to break it down, I could derail more to understand what's actually going Keep on going. here. It's your show. Uh, we had Rocco Media on recently. Love that guy. And, uh, yeah, seems like a good guy. Very funny. <laughs> he is hilarious. Yeah. Now I'm just going to keep derailing, though. If that's, if, uh, but we were all talking over him at the same time. So Griff and I had a conversation of, like, let's one person talk at a time. And so far on this podcast, I've only talked. Right. You've only <laughs> talked over everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so you got what you wanted. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. Anybody could talk. Uh, it is be he turning possible. people's mics off? Are you? Lift, <laughs> 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 be ready. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. If when we were at your tournament, you showed up to host uh, a, little, a little bit late. Um, I was very late. That's yeah. fine. You know, yeah. it's pretty much a power move to show up to your own tournament. But I felt bad. <laughs> Dude, like, uh, no, I respected it, dude. Is that, not, that is a it, sick move, by the way. Went, like, you should, sh yeah, like, that was a power move. Frank Ocean at Coachella, dude. <laughs> Hour and a half late, phoned it in. But I was very interested in just... We got it all done. We got nine holes in. Yes. Yeah. So much fun. Goal achieved, yeah. You had fun. Yeah. Good. But I was really, like, interested in your just hosting and how you carry on, like, you know, an event and out very, very smooth. Um, oh, thank you. And then you called over the owner of the golf course. Keith. Keith, yeah, and you asked him to explain the ethos of oh, the yeah. course, and I'm like, oh god damn, dude! Now we're like, well, I was ethos, so I was into well, it. In, the, in that sense, g going back to the ethos of Random Golf Club, which I will get back to, but <laughs> <laughs> but the reason the reason why for me Soul Park in Ojai has an interesting story as it relates to ethos is that it's like uh, I guess ethos in this case means like you know mission, where you came from, where you're going, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it actually means. Your why ethics? I don't know what ethos even means. Yeah, there's ethos, logos, and pathos. Wait, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Please go further. Ethos, I think, is like the ethics, like the your values, the values, yeah. and oh, everything. Yeah, your values, yeah. Logos is something else, and pathos is uh, the other, the other one. Logos is what you put on a shirt. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Path logo. Pathos is when you are in the police station. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. you're right. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> you can't do that in front of a school. Yeah, I mean, anyway, I, I think, uh, anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. The ethos of Soul Park. Is that the question? Uh, his question was the ethos of Random. Oh, right. Random. Okay, well, he yeah. didn't say the word ethos. I said ethos. Doubling back. Yeah. I, I mean, wanted to get to know, like, how Random Golf Club started and turned into what it is now. Was it, yeah, have you ever had that thing where you come up with an idea and you really like the idea, but then you don't realize why? Hmm. That was kind of random golf club for me. Is like I had a membership at Wilshire. Have you guys played there? Uh, actually, I used to caddy there. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. We talked about this. Yeah. Um, but it was like we didn't quite cross over. Yeah. Well, no, let's He'll get into my caddy. He'll tell you all about it. Griff, this is not an interview <laughs> podcast. Like, this has never been an interview podcast. <laughs> Griff, we can do a solo pod later. <laughs> Honestly, you and Griff, I feel like, would have <laughs> such a good conversation. You would walk away. You would know everything about each other. We that. talked to dinner the other night about just golfing in Antarctica. We had great convo. Yeah. I talk to people for a while, and don't we don't we I feel like don't know much about each other. We just talk about things mm. that we relate to. Like, I, like, my girlfriend asks me all the time. She's like, oh, like, when is he, like, n wants to know things about relationships or, like, when they're getting married or, like, where's the wedding? I just never ask those questions. And that's, that's fine. I, I feel like that's, that's male. That's your pathos. That's, yeah. That is, yeah. That's on me. That is my pathos. <laughs> that is your pathos, yeah. dude. That's, that's, yeah. The call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I used to caddy a little share another course. Yeah. Go on. So, anyway, I was a member there through some uh, charitable donations from my ex-wife. And, uh, <laughs> you know, in the end, after being there for a few years, I was like, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't know that this is it for me. Like I, I would come home from trips and I'd be like, oh, I want to go play with my friends and they want to play at Roosevelt or, you know, uh, Wil uh, uh, Wilson or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or Rancho. Yeah. And, um, and then I was just like, you know what? I think I'm just going to fucking quit. Right. I don't, this, it's not about the quality of the course or anything like that. And. You know, uh, so I just like drove away and as I was leaving that day, that one exact day, I remember it was like a Thursday and I walked inside after my round and I was like, hey, I think I'm done. And they were like, what? 
I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm quitting the club. And I guess that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Because it's huh. the process to get in and you've invested. And yeah, and you're young and like one of the younger members. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, I just was like, yeah, I think I'm just, I'm just done. I just want to play regular golf courses and just like, uh, you know, uh, not be fussed. And, and honestly, one of the biggest things that really bothered me about being a member there was that they wouldn't let me bring my dog. Wow. Oh, Dude, lame. we've said this so many times. Like any golf course that doesn't allow dogs should be out of business. Yeah, it's that's crazy. so lame. Yeah, it's literally a park. Yeah, in a city, <laughs> and and you're telling me that I can bring my dog on the concrete, but I can't bring it on the grass. Yeah, like and and for it to be a nice course where it's like everyone, like essentially, the goal of a private course is that you know everybody. Mm -hmm. So the idea that you can't trust your micro community that pays for the golf course to take care of it with their like 14 pound dog that is going to do less damage than a bird. Right. Whatever. Anyway, I, I, I really took offense. I, I had a problem. There's with that. so many reasons why people should yeah. allow dogs. And I talked about it many times with like the board that votes on things, whatever. Anyway, I couldn't Rick get Rick Riley. Rick. Oh, Rick. <laughs> so you're at a country club and, and suddenly realize you're really a man of the people. You're a muni guy at heart. Yeah. I would much rather just go play wherever, even if it's a longer round with shittier greens. It didn't matter to me. And that kind of evolved into Random Golf Club. Literally that driving kind out of the parking lot. Were you As making... I drove out of the parking lot that day, I was like, man, it'd just be cool if there was like a club where anyone could join and you could play golf at any course around the world. And like, then I kind of was like, as the gate opened, I was kind of laughing to myself. Like, it would be so funny if it was called like Random Golf Club. Kind of playing on the idea of like, oh, that random person is like in my shit. Or wow. Whatever, you know? So you that... came up with the name while the day you quit, or like on the way out. That's yeah. a, that's so sick. See, that's Indeed. why that's why I wanted to ask the question because I knew there was a cool story there. And then I came home and Great I question, basically Greg. that's what the validation. Was good. No, he got it. He sniffed <laughs> out a good fucking question. Yeah, dude. And then I came home and I like kind of had this like you know like uh, stay up late, a lot of coffee, kind of like really thinking about the idea. And I was like, maybe this is a real thing, you know, and like kind of started drawing out like what it would look like and I wrote up like some manifesto and like sent it to like my 10 friends and I was like what do you think <laughs> yeah and uh yeah I mean we're kind of living that now were you making any content while you were still a member at Wilshire yeah yeah you already kind of started yeah and so some stuff and so funny enough like uh the uh I was at that time so I've gone through a few different like stages in my career so in the beginning it was like golf guy like adventures in golf and then I made these commercials for uh, a golf ball company and they were on golf channel and so basically everyone was like you're the you're the golf you're the golf ball guy yeah yeah I remember those yeah and I was like uh, yeah that's me you know like and they're like do you own the company and I was like sadly not even a part of it <laughs> <laughs> zero equity <laughs> yeah 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 uh, anyway and so uh, yeah I was already like making making content yeah traveling around yeah I've been a big fan of adventures in golf from the beginning, and I always called you that Anthony Bourdain of golf. Have you been called that before? Yeah. That's, I mean, he's one of my heroes, so I thought that was really cool. How did that even come about, like just showing that side of golf and that travel series? Um, I mean, <clears throat> so I got into golf when I was like 29, and before that I had hated golf without ever trying it. Um, and then my brother convinced me to try it, and I like fell madly in love with it. Like the, the next day I was like, blisters. I was like, hey, can we go play golf again? <laughs> and he was like, no, I have like a job and kids. <laughs> this is a like, commitment. Yeah. I was like, can I borrow your clubs? And he was like, sure. I lost like all of his balls. I found out later that they were $5 each. Oops. And when I went to go buy more, I was like, these are these are the ones he has? I'll just, yeah. Do you have any shittier ones? Um, and, um, you know, just sort of like, just started getting obsessed with like the golf stories, like the origin of golf and like, you know, that the bunkers were where the sheep hit and whatever shit like that. Like it just, the whole story of golf was fascinating. Yeah. I didn't even know that, that the bunkers are where the sheep hit. I don't know. Yeah. That, uh, wait, wait, what? Yeah. What's, what's the backstory there? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait, what? Sheep design golf courses. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's the backstory there? We're all sheep is what the story is. Oh, no. That's true, dude. Now, basically, uh, yeah, so like uh, there was like two versions of golf played uh, before modern golf, which is on grass. So like first it was in China on like a square field or whatever, and and then it was on ice in Denmark, and they would like it was kind of like hockey but with a hole. Really? Yeah, and Ooh, then that's how sick. It yeah, kind of <laughs> that's right down our Dude, alley. Tell Liv about it. <laughs> yeah. Hockey hole. I want to play um, that sport. And then in uh, Scotland, basically these two shepherds were like, you know, hitting. They were walking around with their canes or their like walking sticks or whatever, and like they hit a rock into a rabbit hole. And like, then the other guy was like, I bet I can get it in in fewer hits than you can. 
and like that was on land where the sheep grazed mm-hmm. and the sheep would only graze like between the ocean and the like crops because there was this land where you couldn't you couldn't grow anything on it it was just like grass and um that was where the sheep would hang out and basically um the sheep would like mow down the grass because if they weren't there it would just grow like super tall and uh and then they started like inventing golf and making it a real thing and the bunkers were kind of a natural occurrence from where the sheep would sleep they would like bunker into the they would dig oh. a hole into the ground to get out of the wind wow yeah well that's very cool so sheep did build yeah. golf courses yeah yeah in the beginning that's pretty cool this is 1500s where it really originated or was it late 1400s um good question somewhere around that area yeah really old sport De- hockey on our golf on ice though like just imagine how far you would hit the ball oh yeah and then dude the usga came along and just started rolling it back ever like, since nope we need to have yeah. sheep design we should do that we should have sheep design golf courses just like our old golf ancestors I saw this uh, video the other day of they put a heart rate camera on a dog. Oh, I saw this. And so, yeah, and so every time the dog's heart rate went up, it would take a photo. Did you see? And, <laughs> yes. and the photos were fucking hilarious because it was like another dog. Yep. A cat. Yep. A bird. <laughs> yeah, a, a dog <laughs> in a car. <laughs> yes. It was the it was the most wholesome shit I've ever seen. It's so <laughs> funny. It's like, oh. You could have like you could have like That's a great. sheep. Like you could put monitors on it and be like, put the green wherever it like you know yeah. it goes up. <laughs> yeah. I love that, dude. Play the courses of our ancestors. Come to oh. random golf club could be tended to by sheep. A sheep is our is our president. Actually, it should be. I mean, I'm just saying, take 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 what you will from this. We're like looking at it. We're like, does he like that idea? <laughs> uh, I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he likes it. I don't think he likes I that. Think we should leave. Uh, Anyway, yeah, a lot of adventures in golf came out of kind of just things that I was reading about, like the way golf is played in different parts of the world. You're just fascinated with the culture of golf and the history of it and just just fully engrossed soon after. Yeah, well, and like in golf, one of those games where it's like it's it's really one of the most international games in the world. Mm -hmm. Like almost every country in the world has a golf course, which is which is saying a lot, really. You know, it's like baseball is nothing like that, you know. Right. and so that was the interesting thing to me. And like, and each course or culture had its own way of playing, you know, like they would just, you know, whatever, it would be their own thing. And then golfers are also kind of weird. And like, sometimes they would like hike up mountains and like hit golf balls off it, or they would play in their like, you know, city street area or like in the slums or whatever. And so right. like, there's all these different versions of the game that all, I don't know, it's, it's, it's weird lit a game that for me before I played it seemed so cookie cutter and basic and like homogenized actually had this story that was really like pretty colorful and, and profoundly different wherever you went. Right. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. And going back to the Bourdain comment, like I had never really watched much of his show. Um, and then, um, once I started watching, I like fell in love with the show, Yeah. which was right around the time that he passed away. Um, and I remember, I remember kind of feeling like, oh man, like, yeah, that was someone I would have liked to have met. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, yeah, it's all such a great journey. It just makes me feel like that it, the game started this one way, and then it's just been constricting ever since. And it's like that that other part of it, like the it is needs to will eventually come back out because everything naturally just goes through waves. Um, and you know, and um, yeah, I'm just like. <clears throat> it, it's so interesting to learn the, the backstory, right? Because, yeah. like, you think we should know. Yeah. Like, but, we just think, like, oh, Scotland, you know, uh, with the Queen of Scots or whatever, and, like, yep. that that whole other side to it. I just, yeah. You know. Well, golf was illegal in Scotland for a bit. Right, wasn't it? And then, yeah. like, just the Queen played or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Because they needed more people to do archery or whatever. Oh. They were like, no yeah. golf, focus on killing people instead. One, Which is <laughs> arguably way more valuable. Yeah. One thing I think but, yeah, we're... Right? In wartime. Yes. yes. <laughs> One thing I think we're trying to accomplish, and you are as well, is just, uh, you know, allowing people to know golf is a game for everyone. It's not this restricted, rich person, country club vibe, and really saying, look, this is everyone's game. And a lot of people are seeing that and being like, oh, I, I thought it was this, yeah. but it's actually much broader than that. I can be a part of this too. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I don't I don't have to it doesn't I don't have to fit into these, you know, this cookie cutters you said. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are starting to get into golf more cuz they're realizing like you don't have to it doesn't have to be in these, you know, confinements. 
Yeah, it's funny. Like the whole shift around what you're saying, it's like coincided with the ability to like self-publish. Like ten years ago, could we have just made a podcast? Nope. Like news was governed by like four dudes. Yeah. yeah. You know, very and gatekeeped. They, yeah, gatekeeped. and they wanted it to be, or whatever, they, who knows what they wanted, but it just ended up being one definition of it. And so it's cool now that, like, absolutely there's, like, a, a, a ramping up of speed around, like, no, dude, this is, like, my story, you know? And, like, yeah, I fuck with golf, and I, you wouldn't think I have, you know? Like, that that's the interesting thing, is it's almost like everything's becoming more 3D, you know? Yep. Not every people can share their perspective, and, like, mm -hmm. you know, you can see, like, would we have known that DJ Khaled played golf 10 years ago if he played then? <laughs> like, you would need Golf Digest to go write an article about him. Yep. And yeah. then take photos and do a whole thing. And now it's like, bzzz, everyone, I want you to know. You know, it's like crazy now. Let's go yeah. golfing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, what, what did he you say? Said. God wants it? God yeah. did. God did. God did. God did. Let's go golfing. Yeah. God, did. God does. He's he just, still doing yeah. it. Yeah. Is he done? He is. I feel like DJ Khaled's close to being able to play with. Like he just played with like Hallie uh, Lead for Golf Digest. Yeah, he's he's out there. You know, play with whoever. Dude, I know a guy that knows him. Oh, so There's maybe that. maybe There's have that. Griff reach out to him. <laughs> yeah, just put Griff on. Griff, reach <laughs> out to this dude, guy. I'll do it. I'll I do know. it. If we get DJ dude. Khaled to hit encores, dude, that's oh, that's yeah. game over. No, well, I'll lead him with food, and then we're in, dog. Yeah, we're in. <laughs> yeah. uh, this should be a good time to uh, take a break and play some of these green fees mm -hmm. uh, Encore uh, I mean I've now been playing with this golf ball for probably a month Yeah month I would say half, about a month And I do not miss any other golf ball you know same I, I dude i still outdrive everybody that's what matters to me and just <laughs> to put it in perspective for the folks listening I just won a closest to the pin contest yesterday. Oh! Uh, almost got a hole in one for a trip to Hawaii, but you know, talking two feet here in a 140 yard hole, what what happened? Good ball speed, good ball spin on core Vero X2. That's what I use. And uh, we have our we're doing our own country club adjacent golf ball in collaboration with them. Mm -hmm. uh, that's gonna be coming out in June around yep. Father's Day, maybe early July. Yep. To be honest, I'm saying this out loud. I don't really know the exact date. Um, and that's but, okay. That's fine. Uh, we've never been more excited to put anything out because you get to play a good golf ball uh, with, we're going to put some back offs on there. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, make it, uh, Griff, Griff wrote a couple. We've been in the, yeah. the writer's room for them. And I think we're, I'm excited be about it. Yeah. I, I yeah. actually <laughs> tested one of them out you in did. person and it was explosive. <laughs> so, it, I mean, you got to read these back offs with your buddies in the tee box and get to do what we do. Yeah. And you you can already do, do what we do. It's not you can, hard, but it'll be, not, it'll be fun to just see someone reading a golf ball and just wreck their buddy's golf game on yep. that tee box. Um, so it'll yeah. be on the ball. Yeah, so yeah. like uh, one line will be uh, the Vero X2. Uh, we'll have our logo up top and uh, on the bottom, and then on the side, uh, like in in writing, so you can essentially use it as a putting line as well. Um, we'll just be our our back off. And what will it be? Oh, uh, we're gonna be multiple. There's gonna be like What's four. Um, can you, can what you, what was the one you? I said Griff? you're, you know, because there's a lot of heavy set guys out there. They're just weekend warriors. I said um, you're built like a bass was stuffed in a kid's sock. And it's just one of those where the guys that you tell it to starts thinking about it, like visualizing, like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I kind of am. Yeah. yeah. Um, but regardless. <laughs> like a, big bass. a big bass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's re regardless, it's just a good golf ball. So, yeah. Uh, if you you support them, you support us. And uh, why not support both of us at the same time? Why not? Why wouldn't you? Why not? You like, need golf balls. Yeah, where else not? are you getting them? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just as good as a Pro V. It literally and it's the, less money. The lead designer on the Pro V one team is the lead designer for uh the Vero X two. So. Yeah, if you if you want you know, like credibility, there you go. And, and also like you've never bought a dozen Pro Vs at full retail price and left feeling good. Nope. You feel awful. Because yeah. you know you're gonna lose all twelve of those within that you know, the next 20 days. Maybe that days. day. Yeah, maybe that day. Some but of the courses with, we played that day. Definitely within the month. You're, those are all gone. And I'm also excited for the packaging um, of, of the golf ball we're doing with them because it's like 100% custom in our own mm -hmm. kind of tone and voice and stuff. And uh, uh, I don't know, just be like, I'm, I'm excited to just get one. Yeah, know? me too. Yeah. Um, and uh, you're, you're getting the Encore game or what, what's going on there? I saw you playing with them the other day. It's a good ball, you know. I'm a curious guy. Goddamn right. Yeah. Or what's that? I don't know. I was doing that dumb bit with you at your tournament. Like every time, I'd just be like, "Goddamn right." Goddamn right. Yeah. It's a yeah. I mean, it's a good ball. I think there's um, 
There's a lot of people that think it's one of the best balls ever made. They're like Grand McDowell. Yeah. I don't know enough, but the, the, like the difference between four piece and three pieces, you can feel a pretty big difference there, right? I know I can with my distance and club head speed. Yeah. Yeah. Feels nice. Um, so you are out here uh, yesterday. You just played LACC where the U.S. Open is. Yeah. And you got to play with Gareth Bale. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. Can you talk about that before you put yeah. it out? How, how was that? That's such a cool opportunity. Like we like to be able to play any major championship course, which I know you've done a lot in the past, but um, especially the one in L.A. because it's never here. That's insane. You're yeah. not even allowed to play there. That's yeah, have insane. you been kicked out? Well, I've never no, he's well, Jewish. for being Jewish. I mean, you can play there. You just <laughs> can't be a member. I mean, you can be a member, but do you think that will be brought up during this no. U.S. Open? <laughs> no, well, I'm, oh, I'm sure well, they've stifled that, dude. <laughs> I'll bring it up. I, I this is I can't. I'm pissed because well, it's my grandmother's birthday, so I can't go to the U.S. Open. Uh-huh. She's turning eighty. Okay. Um. So, but out of spite of me not being able to be there, I'm going to bring up that Jews can't pl- be a members of the golf course <laughs> for no reason, but other than to it's it's wild in less L.A. About that's being a thing. Jewish. It's their 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 outward sense is that entertainers uh, entertainers yeah but that so, was a loophole an anti-Semitic loophole early on but that's the yeah. origin story behind where uh, Landon's a member now like Hillcrest right yes is like that's because they couldn't play LACC yeah the Jews went a couple streets down <laughs> <laughs> and they built a badass club with they found out oil. literally oil built into the golf yeah, course they paid most of the dues <laughs> that's my favorite golf story in LA no dues for the Jews yeah. Because they found oil. Yeah. I mean. And they still like no dues and they still, I don't know if people, the original members are still making money now off the. Like I they think it pays like uh, 50K a month or something. It's pretty good. Oh, Just pulled 50K out of the ground. It I mean, be more than that. unbelievable golf yeah. tale. Yeah. But that story <laughs> should be known during US Open Week to break down the integrity of the tournament as a whole and make it about Jews. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, uh, if you want me to look at the press release, <laughs> I'll take a look. Yeah. I've kind of given up on that. But is there another course in LA, too? If we're like, going down this path, oh, sorry. Oh, if we're going oh. down. You used to take shots until you matured as a human. I was just like, yeah, well, I had this problem. You know, I think the the thing is, like, everybody does what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And you can either point at the people that aren't doing what you want to do. Or you can just go do what you want to do. And that's kind of where I got with it. It's like, well, okay. There's like, I'd rather focus on the positives for me. You know, I don't know. I mean, it's so much more fulfilling. I like your ethos. So that's much. Scott's way of lifestyle. Yeah. Because yeah. once you really start focusing on the negatives, it, it spirals into more negatives. And then you find things that you enjoy and you find even more negatives. Yeah. And it's, it's well, not also, good. We're in a world now, like, so good news, we're in a world where we can self-publish. And we can, like, yep. make whatever story we want to make. And we can say whatever we want to say. Bad news, people can do that anonymously on your content through commenting. Yep. And, like, I just don't really read the comments. Right? I mean, I skim them. And I look at them, but like I, and even if I do read something, I don't read into it. No. You know what I mean? It's just like, whatever, dude, I don't even fucking know this person. Or like, you know, usually I go to the comments to, re- to try and see like, you know, um, where's the interesting take within, you know, like, uh, you know, like you'll, right. wh- what's the kind yeah. of post that you'll see? And then you're like, no, I want to read the comments on this one. Yeah. But like, by and large, most of that negative commentary, I'm just like, yeah, cool, man. Like that's your life you're writing this shit you yeah know? like i don't know whatever i don't really know no, i mean say. it's it makes a lot of sense and then you know when you when you really think about like the people that are making these comments and everything i'm under sort of the uh the school of thought that not everyone really needs a voice <laughs> you know yeah. i do appreciate that everyone has the opportunity to have a voice but that doesn't mean that you should speak and i think that most <laughs> of the people that write these comments you don't need to speak. I yeah. forgot. I forgot whose joke this was, but it was a some comedian. Um, I can't remember who, but they're like, "Could you imagine, like, if our grandparents had Twitter, like <laughs> how fucking the terrible things they would have yeah. said?" What? Not we don't. No, you don't. You don't need to say something all the time. Everyone, stop. Yeah. Just maybe sometimes. Yeah, that could be a letter. Right? That could be a note. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't need to be public. No. Yeah. DM it to me. Yeah, that seems like a much more beneficial way to live life. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Your viewpoint. Um, but yeah, I guess I could learn from that for sure. Yeah. I definitely can so learn from the, that. The I just I, I just love a chirp. Yes. <laughs> the first time I played <laughs> LACC, I got in trouble for taking a photo. 
<gasps> oh, it's one of those. Why? Is that? I took a photo and they came over to me, and that's of course it's very demeaning, right? Being as a man being told to like not do something that's pretty commonly able to be done. And, um, you know, like, I think, yeah, I was like, oh, well, like, oh, this place. And then I was just like, you know, it's a golf course. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful golf course. Mm-hmm. It's a really incredible golf course. That's all it's about. Yep. And we can, like, honestly, like, if if you want to, like, for me, it's like, it, it's the, have you ever traveled and not wanted to tell people you're from America? Oh, Yeah. So there you go. I said I'm right? Canadian. I'm a member of a club. America's a brand. <laughs> I said yeah. I'm it's a Canadian. brand. We've got a logo. We've got like a like a set of rules. We've got like brand guidelines. We've got marketing. You know, we have like a brand, and so like I'm I'm like by birth a part of that brand, whether I believe in everything about it or not. It's just like doesn't doesn't really matter. Like it's like I interviewed Chuck D like ten years ago before I'd ever gotten into golf, and he was on this really incredible rant how he was like. I can't believe that I'm a citizen of Earth and I can't travel the Earth. Mm-hmm. I need a passport to go. To, and I was just like, wow, that's kind of great. Really interesting, wow. actually. You know, like he's like, they put lines down. Yeah. So I can't go to certain places. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I don't know if it was because of some type of drug arrest or whatever, but like, you know what I mean? Like it was interesting that, you know, there's so many ways to divide the world. And one of the ways that unfortunately in golf that they get divided is because of like, sort of this like archaic kind of uh, exclusion within golf clubs. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, whatever, like, you know, I actually posted a photo from LACC yesterday. And one of my friends was like, one of my friends was like, not very random golf club. And I was like, mm, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's golf. Yeah. <laughs> you literally can play anywhere. And the fact that right. it's the word random means it's golf Perhaps anywhere. Yeah. And by the way, everyone that works at that club, maybe not at the highest level of membership that like makes the rules, but there are hundreds of people that work at that club that feel the same way we do. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, I know. And they a couple spend of every them. day there and they make that course beautiful and they take care of the people that are lucky enough to have the money to be able to be a member there. And, you know, I think even I've talked to a lot of members at LACC and they roll their eyes at the way the club is. Yeah. yeah. So it's this kind of thing where it's like Okay, we're, we're in in media. We're at the point where we can sort of live our own life and make our own decisions and do that. But like, still, there's these like massive entities out there where it's like, we're still this way, even though maybe a larger percentage of people aren't that way. And I mean, even if you look at the United States, like, there was a vote recently where more people voted for one thing than the other. But because of the way things are organized, right, elections don't necessarily come out that way. Yeah. Well, and that's why I think that a lot of the you know. We need to allow like this next generation to start to take over things. We're talking about people that are running these institutions that are over like that are you know eighty years old. Yeah. Like, Do you think there's a timeline? Yes. A um, for private golf courses like an LACC or many others that are still uh, you know everywhere in the country, a timeline of when that that mass shift happens between like the with the really private country clubs where the younger generation gets to set their own rules i mean i i think two things like i well first of all in scotland there's really no such thing as like a private course right there's like a course that has a club where they have like primary access to play but by and large anyone can go play there and membership itself is very inexpensive so it's like there's no like waiting list and things like that um but then yeah on the other side of that like i i believe um i mean if you just zoom out again and like look at like Oh, wow. Even 20 years ago, if I wanted to get here, maybe 25 years ago, yeah, 20, even less. If I wanted to get to your office from the house I was staying at in Hollywood, I would have needed to consult like a 300-page book, the A to Z, (laughs) and I would need to be like, okay, I don't know. It's the traffic. And you just need to like keep consulting that thing. Right. Now it's like information is so quickly transmitted that I think therefore consciousness will also uh, increase. And I think like we're hopefully getting to a place where um, like we can see ourselves more as a community of like billions and like make decisions that are better for each other. Um, Unfortunately, like corporations don't really do that because they want to make money. So, you know, there's a lot of bad things happening, but um, yeah, I mean, it would make sense that, you know, if you look at, you were talking about the 80 year old, like Mm -hmm. making those decisions, like they were born in 1940, fucking 40 yeah they don't they they're not part of the ethos yeah they're you know they're not they're not looking to see what everyone 
you know, is thinking and what they're saying about it. I feel like they're just, they're like, no, this is how it is. This is how it's been, and this is how it is, and this yeah. is how it's always going to be. I'm, I'm, I'm Admiral Akbar. They were fed, like, you know, information <laughs> through, like, a like a Pez dispenser. Exactly. And now it's just, like, raining down education and information, yeah. and, like, I don't know. Now you can, someone can throw you, like, a meditation podcast, and you're like, oh, wow, like, I'm going to expand my consciousness. Exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my neural pathways. Yeah. And Sorry. you're gonna listen to Huberman. <laughs> exactly. And he's Every a, day. Literally. And I'm gonna <laughs> ice bath and I'm gonna eat meat and barely any fruit. It's gonna be I'm gonna be so, healthy. So I don't know if that'll have an effect on golf, but like mm-hmm. I think golf is certainly being affected. Yeah, I think it will. I think five. I mean the ten- fact that the US Open is even at LACC is in and of itself very surprising. Yeah. yeah, they would open it up. It shouldn't them. be there. They didn't want it there. It was a whole decision. Yeah, how did that happen? Yeah, you said it shouldn't be there. What? As so, far as the members are concerned, they didn't really like. They, no, no one was really thinking that they would be there. Like, like a lot of clubs, like at that level, like yeah. I mean, a U.S. Open is the most like amazing event to ever have at your home course. But I think there's a lot of people that would say we don't want that. Yeah, we don't need that. Because they just want to play selfishly. It's a huge disruption to the members' like, yeah. life. You know, not mm-hmm. that they get mad. Worried about their lives. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to play there yesterday with Gareth yeah. Bale. Yeah, yeah. What was that experience? That pretty, pretty fulfilling to like finally post a picture and be able to actually film on the course. Actually, there. that for me, like, because I've already I played with Gareth once before, and um, so I was excited to play with him again. But being able to go to LACC with the cameras and the drones and stuff, that right. was a cool feeling. Yeah. That was a really cool feeling to be like, yeah, dude, this is what I've wanted to do for a while. And it looked, was looking really beautiful. It was a perfect sunny day. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, played okay. It's a hard golf course. but it, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to, excited to watch it when yeah, it comes it was, out. It was fun. What did you shoot? One birdie. I can't say. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. For a yeah. video like that, I what's tried your... to break 90. Oh, okay. What's your turnaround process for with your team for like that big of a, a video? I mean, you could get that done in two weeks, um, but we we're gonna post it around the tournament, which is at the end of June. Right. Yeah. Nice. Smart. Yeah. Um, well, I uh, do you have any more <laughs> questions, Griff? I just don't want to steal Eric for too long because I know we uh, we're gonna turn around and do time. your podcast. But okay. Yeah. Um, also, I uh, you know I'd love to you know when next time we're in Austin, you know, do this again because uh, you uh, I think it's been decided are the new mark. Um, so. On the mark, yeah. What was that? Yeah, uh, you're the new. Uh, you're replacing Mark. You just oh yeah, yeah. Mark's <clears throat> place. Oh, I thought. You, I think. Mean, I was the Mark. Like you wanted to kill me. <laughs> he's the Mark. He's got an X on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to know, considering how you got into the game and everything you've done for the game, what is your favorite thing about golf? Hmm. That's Encore. the response I wanted. Encore. That is, that is, that is, no, that is the response I wanted. <laughs> it's yeah. It's that. Golden box. No, um, <laughs> my favorite thing about golf, honestly, it's funny because when I got into golf, you know, I thought it was like one thing. Yeah. You not. know what I mean? I thought it was, and what's, you know, it's like I thought it was this one little thing. And like every movie you see, every TV show you see, the character that picks up the golf club is evil, is like selfish, <laughs> is like rude, you know? And they use golf as a device to like define like the bad guy, a type of person. Yeah. And so anyway, I, that's what I thought, like through, uh, you know, um, propaganda or whatever. And, you know, I guess like over over the last whatever, 13, 12 years I've been playing, it's like my favorite thing about golf is that it it's kind of like um, it it's it's really like it doesn't like stop changing for me. You know, it's kind of this like. Um, you know, like y- y- there, there's there. It's it's kind of like have you anyone ever asked you like the question of like, oh, you can only one meal for the rest of your life. So you're like thinking, okay, it was like I need something that's like kind of healthy but yummy, yeah. something I'm not gonna get sick of. Like that's like golf. Yeah, right? it's got like a little bit of everything in there. Like it's really like a diverse game in the sense that like you can play anywhere. You can, by some extent, play with anybody, especially if you like play at a pitch and putt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you can like, you can like hit four putts and like call that golf. You can like kind of just like rip a ball in each state and like call that golf. Like it it really is this like crazy canvas that like gives you the chance to like express whatever you're trying to express. Maybe you want to be great. Maybe you want to like just go fuck around and like, you know, watch the sunset for 12 holes. Or maybe you want to go on like an adventure with your close friends or some new friends. 
Yeah, or like Penmar now. Like maybe you want to go see a fucking concert. Like after right. yeah. after like an afternoon round on a Friday. So I think for me that's like this golf is like this really like it's not what I thought. Like I thought it was very strict and inflexible and rigid, but it's actually this game that's like really flexible and like if you look hard enough, it kind of becomes whatever you want it to be, which is like pretty rare, right? Like you can't go like play soccer <laughs> yeah. in that way. Like you need other people. You need like a you need like you need that one place to do it, right? And like um you like you're not gonna like. I guess soccer, you could go like dribble the ball and like have fun, but like, you know what I mean? Like golf is like it's a nature walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's so many different things, really. Yeah. I guess yep. that's my favorite part of it is that it has many, many, many parts. Yeah. Think it's you're hanging out with your buddies or you're playing a game. You get to see nature. the 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 game or the sport itself is just a key to all those experiences. Yeah. It's it has so many things going on that other sports don't, and that's why I think. And you're the rest of your life you're always seeing new aspects of it yeah it never seems to get old if you truly love it yeah yeah you can like throw a belt on and tuck your shirt in and go to some club and not be able to take your phone out yeah or you can go like take your shirt off and go like to hawaii yeah or you can mm -hmm. go to like a driving range you can go to top golf it's like you know what i mean or you can even like putt in your office it's like mm -hmm. it really is always there yeah and i think one of the cool things about that too is it's like you know when you're in an airport and you see a golf logo on someone's hat, like that's a real thing. Like I don't, I don't think yeah. that happens with. It might happen with like your own sports team. Like yeah. if you see a, a Patriots hat, yeah, you know, or whatever. But like with golf, it's like it doesn't matter. We're all on the same team. Yeah, yeah. We're all trying to be not shitty. Yeah, yeah. Kinda. We all understand that we suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think that's for me. And it also is like an incredible history. Anyway, whatever. We can keep talking about it. But no, I. I... One thing I really attach on to is the uh, just never being done, uh, like yeah. never, you know, you're always similar to stand up as we all started was that you're never done getting better. Yeah. And golf is obviously that way. Like the best people in the world are still taking lessons. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that that's like I, I always like attaching on to sports or activities or like, you know, like even chess is, is something you'll just never be done learning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that aspect of golf, I really attach on to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. You can just like, but it's just a sport that you can just definitely get worse at. Yeah. <laughs> well, chess, you can't we're, really get worse we're, at. Literally. We're getting worse at golf. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. You don't get worse at chess. Yeah. Yeah. Like yesterday I had, uh, I made it an eight and then the next hole I made a birdie. That's yeah. it's just like, Okay, dude. Like, come on. <laughs> Why? I'm bugging out here, man. <laughs> Even the and what's crazy about golf too is that on your best day and the best player in the world's worst day, you could beat them. You could, you could, you could beat them on like a couple shots, probably. Yeah. Yeah. You. Could, I mean, you could even let's even say eighteen holes. Yeah, I'm saying you could go play your home course, shoot, you for know, the people. best round for of your people. life. Yeah, for for some people, it's not like a guarantee, but yeah. and then you could see, you know, uh, someone out like John Rahm out there struggling, having the worst day, shoots a seventy six. You have your best round ever on your home course. You shoot seventy two. You beat John Rahm that day. Yeah, not on the same course, but you beat him. I think if you shot, if you played on his course, it might be it might be different, it's <laughs> slightly different. <laughs> but the, the the fact that that could actually happen, yeah, like you could actually, for sure. in in theory, shoot a lower round than a pro golfer. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. That's, I always thought that was crazy. Yeah. Well, what's your I, favorite part of golf? Um, that it's so much more than just a sport and a game. It's the culture around it. It's an excuse to hang out with your buddies <laughs> and it's an excuse to drugs on camera. Um, <laughs> it's an excuse to travel. Traveling is one of my favorite things, which is why I fell in love with golf adventures and golf. And, um, especially in the last year, it's it's a it's a vehicle to get to see the world. Golf has allowed me to open these doors to get to see the entire world, different cultures, different people, just meet some of the most incredible people in the world. So I guess to me, it's a vehicle to get to live a life where I feel like it's something you'd write a memoir about. So it's it's less about the game of just hitting a ball in a hole and more about this is this vehicle that's allowing me to live an incredible life and like I'm unbelievably grateful for it and to Jake and everything he's done for me and so you know it's here too. I know I know but <laughs> I, 
but you know um, bringing us all together yeah and so and it and it brings together just a sense of community even for four hours or for years together so um you know i think it's it's that it's the life it'll it could allow you to live yeah and for Stotts, it's uh, mostly the acid. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's the acid in the Vero X2 Encore golf ball. This thing, yeah, yes, best sir. part of golf is this, in my opinion. You know, you Just good ball. You should, good make, uh, you should make the box out of uh, blotter paper. See, that would be, and just That'd like, you know, you, you pull out a sleeve, you lick the box, and you're ready to go. Yeah, and you just like, get <laughs> out for a big round. <laughs> Four like, hours. Big wow. round. He's going to be wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But no, I feel like we should end with uh with Stotsy giving his answer too. Oh, what's my favorite thing about golf? Yeah. Um, I mean, I I like just the the fact that it's I'm gonna I guess I'll I can narrow it down a little bit. Beyond just like the lifestyle and how vast and, and wide the game truly is, I for me it's just, you know, being just being better, you know, yeah. like literally just see like you hit a bad shot it's like okay be better you know on the on the neck you hit a great shot and it's like can i can i do better than that i just like the idea that there is just constant uh there's a there's a constant measure of being better you know i'm a big data guy i, I love i love just looking at numbers and and data and seeing trends and stuff and i love that there is that that you can do that in golf in every way and literally you know for me lately it's been strictly about hitting the ball further and i just i love being able to see a measurable improvement uh in something that i can look at and go like wow the thing I'm doing is working. Dude, I think that's 100% the path forward for you dialing in your irons, too. As yeah. soon as you start looking at data, <laughs> <laughs> like for wedges or but irons. But, dude, like... I can't hit my wedge 350, dude. It's fucking oh, lame. Darn. I don't, you know what? It's <laughs> yeah. But I agree. I don't want to be... It's it's so funny. I like, I like the idea of being like so good at all aspects of golf. But my favorite is just hitting it far. <laughs> so that's what I do. That is the most attractive part. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, well, Eric, thank you so much for taking thank you for time me, to, yeah. to come down. And uh, uh, again, like this was awesome, this this your trip out here, because, you know, we got to experience the Random Golf Club that was awesome. uh, meetup. And I cannot encourage people to go uh, enough if they're in, if Eric comes to your city or any like Random Golf Club. Uh, outlet. I know you guys did one in Phoenix, right? That like, uh, yeah. like the Phoenix, just the Phoenix people put on, like the Phoenix outlet. Of yeah, so golf we're in club. the middle of setting up kind of uh, like chapters around the country where they'll have events regularly. Yeah, yeah. Fifty so. man scramble. It was who just doesn't so want to be like, a I part don't know of what that? To expect, but like it flowed very quickly. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just a it was a, it was a great way to like get people together. It's much more low key than it sounds. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for, uh, for, for coming on. Yeah. Uh, anything you got coming out that you want people to see? I mean, obviously the LACC thing around the U S open. Yeah. I mean, we're excited for that video. Uh, when is this going to air? When? Uh, this weekend. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Head over to randomgolfclub.com. We're going to be launching membership soon, which is, um, kind of a new thing. And we're going to be, uh, creating events locally around the country for people to go to. And then also there's a couple other cool things we've got planned, um, I mean, one of the things that we made that I was kind of surprised was so special came from the membership I had at Wilshire, where when I joined, they gave me this like bag tag with my name engraved on it. And I had like a member number and shit. And I felt like I was kind of like, um, you know, like a golfer for, for the first time, even right. though I had been yeah. playing all these courses for a long time. And so at Random Golf Club, we launched a bag tag as well where we, you know, engrave your name into it and create like a membership experience. Yeah, I've seen them out in the wild. Yeah, I, yeah. I would have made you some, but we ran out and I thought about that. I was like, fuck, we should have. No, it's that. okay. But yeah. um, we're going to relaunch the bag tags as like a token of membership, which is going to be really cool. So like you'll there will be a real member experience as you, um, you know, like meet other members online, but primarily it's designed to be a way to hang out with other golfers in person. So that's something that we're going to be launching in June, so come check it out. Yeah. Sweet. And yeah. by the way, for everyone, definitely check out Random Golf Club's website for their merch. You guys are crushing it on your merch. Thank like you. the clothing you're making is incredible. It is yeah. true. Like we have so far to go. <laughs> yeah, we have. That's like, that's the benchmark the right there. Yeah. That's the gold standard because the stuff you guys have in your website is just the the colorways and everything. Like I'm just blown away. Thanks, man. 
Yeah. Thank you. We just made reversible sweatpants. <laughs> well, that's cool. <laughs> so if you if they get kind of old, you can just switch them inside switch, out. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's uh there's the adjacent on the front. Yeah. Uh, right or on the crotch area, or if you're whatever you're into, you can put it on the back too. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Crisscross. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They were. A that's vibe. what they're calling it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Of course. My yeah. Pleasure. Bye. Bye. Come fucking catch these hands, yep. bro.